0: now, let's do the altar call. (laughs) Service is over. Pastor has preached. You have heard the word. You have heard uh, what Pastor's heart is. We all ought to share the gospel. Amen. And what a good time it is to share the gospel during this time and season. We know that Christ was not actually born on 25th December. Yeah, but we do not miss the celebration. We do want to set aside time and we do want to set aside this event to remember that He did come. Hallelujah. King of kings and the Lord of lords. He came as a baby, born in a manger for you and I. Bring good news and cheer and joy to the whole world. Hallelujah. Whether you like it or not, the whole world is celebrating Christmas. And uh, especially this year, since we have locked down for two years, this is a very special, special, spectacular year because we can have our Christmas dinner again, hallelujah, after stopping for two years. So tonight, we're expecting 300 old people at Sha'alam Club. We are church in Sha'alam, dear friends. And we are the light of Jesus here. Do you believe it? You are the light, whether you are living in Subang or in Puchong or Sha'alam or Klang or PJ or KL. But because we worship here, we have made the Lord King here and we honour Him here. He is honoured in Sha'alam. Praise the Lord. So last night we were there and uh, we had the the rehearsal and the kids were there. And we went downstairs to the clubhouse and, and we had meals there and we ate there and we saw the waiters and the workers, and they were so excited. All the Muslims, okay, mind you, all the Malays. They were so excited. They said, tomorrow we have event. In the morning, lunch event, 200 people. And then tomorrow night, your event, 300 over people. And they were all beaming and smiling and happy to serve. Hallelujah. Come on, give God a hand of praise. This is a testimony, my dear friends. The small church in Chalam, we can be a testimony for God. Amen. Just being there and just bearing the presence of God in your smiles will bring so much joy to the people around us. You never expect and you can never imagine. So we were there and it was just for the rehearsal. I came back quite late and pastor wanted to ask me, are you coming home tonight or are you staying at your daughter's? (laughs) It was a long night and a long day but to God be the glory. Great things He has done and great things He's still going to do. In our lives and in our midst Amen And I told Rajini And she was very happy to hear that Sister Rajini is in Melbourne now I told her Rajini, we don't retire We are refired. Hallelujah God renew our youth like eagles And we can take mountains And God give us the strength and the grace To do greater things for Him Though the year is coming to an end my dear friends And we are going on to a new year Guess what God will use you even more Greater breakthroughs will come. Hallelujah. Greater blessing shall come. And greater things you can do for Jesus. Can I? Amen. Greater things. And God is testing us. He will push us beyond the limit. And I I trust that when the time comes, you you are set. And it's the crunch of your life. Don't give up. Friends, don't give up. Don't say, I'm retiring. Let the young people go ahead and do. Yes, let the young people do. But us, mature ones, we are, we are the backups. Amen. We take the back seat, but we have the brains and the experience. We can lead and guide. And greater things shall happen. Amen. For the church, as well as for your lives and for your families. Can I an amen? Why am I confident? In this, I'm very confident because what God has promised, He shall fulfill. What God has promised, He, he shall surely, surely fulfill. I was sharing, it's not part of the message, it, like introduction is like, so long, but I was sharing with my daughter. When we first pioneered the church in shalam we were poor, yes. We were a pioneering pastor. Pastor and me, I was teaching, but my salary was very low. Pastor's salary was even lower. Friends, it took me 10 years, okay, as a teacher to reach my scale of 1,000 ringgit. 10 years. Nowadays, young graduates come out, they earn so much money. (laughs) When we were (laughs) were in the teaching profession, we really suffered. That's why teachers have to sell things and do tuition and all that whatsoever. But you know what? God is faithful. He is so faithful. And I was sharing with my daughter that when we first pioneered the church in Alam, when we had the bungalow, we were meeting in the bungalow, I just felt that in my spirit. Take whatever money you have in your savings. It was very little, maybe a few hundred ringgit, not much. Take that money with you. Go and buy gold bracelets for your daughters because I want you to hit the spirit of poverty. I don't want you to think that you will always be poor. You are a pioneering pastor and you're a poor teacher and the church is poor and souls are so few. Go and hit the spirit. So That's why I so firmly believe that we are fighting against principalities and powers of the air. Dear friends, it is not a physical battle, it's a spiritual battle. And this morning, I want to share with you, God is bringing us through great, great spiritual things in our lives. If only you open your hearts and open your eyes to hear and listen to what God is saying. Can I? Amen? And sure enough, we are not poor, but we have more than enough and God is our provider. He promise us that the children of the righteous will never beg for bread. Never, never beg for bread. Your children, because you are righteous, they will never beg for bread. They will have more than enough. Amen. More than enough. Hallelujah. So this morning, let us look at our message this morning. Three wise women of Christmas. Well, I don't want to exclude the men, but men too will be able to get God's blessing this morning. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And we have heard so many messages about the three wise men who came, who gave gifts to Jesus. We all know that. As they came, the whole entourage and, and they brought, I believe, in the olden days, they brought caravans and donkeys and camels and, and full of goods, not just the wise men, but the merchants also were traveling with them. So there was a huge entourage coming to, to, to Bethlehem looking, okay, looking for a king who was supposed to be born. And they, bought, they brought gifts with them. You know what the gifts were? Frankincense and myrrh and gold. Right? They brought these gifts. It must have been a grand sight. But the 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 I, they say there is three wise men. We don't know because of the three gifts they say three wise men. But this morning I want to talk about three wise women who brought the gifts to the Lord. Their own lives were gifts to God. Their own perspective, their own their own uh, commitment to God was gifts to the Lord and also to you and I this morning. So open your heart to receive the gift that God has for you. Alright, through the Word. Okay, so the first wise woman we are talking about is Elizabeth. So the name Elizabeth means the promise of God or the fulfillment of promise. So what God has promised, He will always, always fulfill. Can I hear it? Amen. That is true. That is God's word. He will promise, he will fulfill. So her her name means the promise, the fulfillment of the promise that God has already kept. Luke chapter 1 verse 5 to 7. This morning, in the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah. Okay, are the words up? Yeah, all right. Okay, I'm not going to look there. Okay, I'm going to look at my notes, huh? So follow along with me in the scripture and those uh, watching at home online, we welcome you to our service this morning. So in the time of Herod, king of Judea, there was a priest named Zechariah who belonged to the priestly division of Abijah. His wife, Elizabeth, was also a descendant of Aaron. She also was from this priestly line. So both of them, not just one, but both husband and wife. Very, very important, my dear friends. Husband and wife. We have married this morning. Husband and wife, together. Two shall be one. One righteous, both should be righteous. Walking in the same vision, walking in the same commitment to God. Can I hear an amen? Together. Alright, together. So they were both righteous in sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees blamelessly. That doesn't mean they were not Without sin, okay? They were not without sin. They were not sinless, but they were faithful. And they were sincere in obeying God. Friends, when we obey God, it is out, not out of duty. Oh, I must, I must go to church. I must worship God. Oh, I must pay my tithes. Oh, I must give my offering. Because it's my duty as a Christian. No, it's because of your commitment to God. Because you want to obey God. Because you love Him. You want to be blameless before Him and found righteous in His eyes. Not in the eyes of men. We don't do it for people to see, friends. Many things you do, you don't need people to know and you don't need people to see. But God, He watches over you and He sees you and He knows your heart and He knows your giving. He knows what you are doing for Him. Can I have an Amen. That is so important here. Yeah? So dear friends, they were blameless in the sight of God, observing all the Lord's commands and decrees again blamelessly. They were childless, but they were childless. How many of us know the, the three little words, but? Yeah, but, okay. But is necessary in our lives. Everything is going on well. But, the little buts in our lives make us stronger. Can I hear an Amen. Makes you stronger, though you don't understand when you're going through. But at the end of the journey, you want to give God glory for what He has built in your heart and in your spirit, in your character. So thank God for the butts in the Bible. Okay? Hmm? Beauty, eh? They were childless because Elizabeth was not able to conceive and both were very old. I tell my grandchildren, uh, grandma is old. How old? I told them my age Then then, then they'll tell their mom uh, Grandma is very old Then the mother will correct them Say, don't say that, don't say that It's very rude No, it's not rude It's okay Let them know that we are old We are old (laughs) And we cannot cannot stop that, right? So we grow old Christine Chia, we grow old gracefully We grow old graciously, Hallelujah we grow old joyfully. Can I say amen? All the old people say amen. <laughs> okay, a little laughter. Do us good today. So here yeah, are. Uh, they were both very old. So we are introduced to, to Zechariah, to Elizabeth. They were childless. They served God. They love God. They obey His commands. But yet, this thing go, was going on in their lives. And, we, and if we know in the Old Testament time, the olden days, when you do not have children and you are barren, it's like a curse. You know, people will talk behind your backs and they will think that, oh, what's, what's wrong with her? What's wrong with him? Whose sin? Is it his sin? Her sin? The parents' sin, the grandparents' sin, what happened? You know, and, and in front of them they will act nice, but behind their backs, they were, you know, they will be talking and gossiping. So this was what was happening to Elizabeth. How she went through life. all right? And how God blessed her because her, her, her name means fulfillment of God's promise. And how I'm sure this couple has prayed for a child for a long, 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 longest time ever because they were very old. Huh? And it was now the time for Zechariah to go in to do his priestly duty. And you know the story how you know the angel of the Lord came to him and said that his wife will conceive and have a child. And true enough, true enough, God fulfilled his promise and Elizabeth conceived, alright? And you know the story, the name of the the son, he shall be called John, that's right. He was John the Baptist who was to prepare the way for the Messiah. This is the promise of God and uh, how many of you can relate, can relate to Elizabeth, can relate to her life that you have kept the law, you have kept the promises of God, you are obedient unto God, you worship Him, you love Him and and you live a good life, a righteous life, as, 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 uh, as far as possible, you want to be a godly man, a godly woman. And yet, and yet, people still gossip about you. People still talk behind your backs. People don't understand how you are living your life. Huh? And there are stories going on behind and you. Because, just simply because your life and theirs are different, friends. Continue to live the life that God has called you to live. Continue to be steadfast. Continue to stand firm in the promise that God has given to you. Do not waver. Hallelujah. Don't waver. Stand firm for the Lord. Praise God. No one follow you. Still, you must stand firm and be steadfast for the Lord. eh? So, Elizabeth needs to maintain her faith long enough to see her promise fulfilled and she did, alright? She was steadfast. So her gift, this morning I would like to say is her is the gift of steadfastness. Her gift of steadfastness, no matter what she went through in life, no matter what was hurled at her, no matter what people talked about her behind her back, no matter even though she was without child, she still worshipped God. She still stood firm in her faith, unwavering Alright, standing firm Stay focused, friends, this morning This is the gift that Elizabeth gives to us You and I And we can give this gift also to the Lord God, I want to be a steadfast person I want steadfastness, faithfulness To be built in my life No matter what storms may come No matter what difficult things are hurled at my way I can still stand firm for God Can I? Amen Amen she kept her faith, all right? She kept her faith even though it was difficult. In Luke chapter 1, verse 15, the uh, angel said to her, uh, to Zechariah, He will be great in the sight of the Lord, but pertaining to the baby, all right? That he shall have John the Baptist. He's never to take wine or other fermented drink, and he will be filled with the Holy Spirit even before he is born. This is the promise. That the, the, the fruit of her womb, of Elizabeth's womb, will be filled with the Holy Spirit even in her womb. Hallelujah. And this is the promise, actually, uh, this is the promise I had when I first conceived my son, Jonathan. I lay hands and I said, God, fill him with the Holy Spirit even in my womb, uh, even before he's born. <laughs> Hallelujah. And I'm not shy to say, God is still. Filling him with the Holy Spirit. And God is still working in his life. Hallelujah. Not just in him, but in his wife and his children. And this morning, Jonathan is preaching in another church. And uh, he's giving God the glory of what God is doing. Hallelujah. God is faithful. Amen. So God promised you, He will fulfill. So Elizabeth, Elizabeth never gave up. She was confident that God's promise was coming. And God would never forget her desire for a child. Alright. God gave her a miracle but you know what when she was six months into her pregnancy even before the baby was born somebody came up to her we know the story Hmm? the Bible tells us her her relative came up to her and told her I too am pregnant I am the Holy Spirit has come on me and overshadowed me and I'm highly favoured by God and the child within me is the Son of God, the Son of the Most High. Wow! Put yourself in the place of Elizabeth. You're an elderly person, a young girl comes to you, your relative, you are already excited because in your old age, God has blessed you. You are now with child, you're excited. This baby within you, you know that it's a fulfilment of God's promise to you. And here comes a young girl coming and running to you, excited, saying, I too. And the, and the one within me is... He's going to be the son of God. He's going to. Ha- He's going to rule. Wow! How would you feel? Will you feel crushed? Will you feel? Oh, my child is is not not <laughs> as going to be as great as yours. Do you know what was her response? Hmm? <laughs> the Bible tells us, Luke chapter one verse thirty nine to forty five. Her response was in a loud voice. She exclaimed, "Blessed are you among women." And blessed is the child you will bear. Why am I so favoured that the mother of my Lord would come to me? The mother of my Lord. She recognised, Elizabeth recognised that the child within Mary was her Lord. Remember, uh, she's old, okay? And Mary is young. What humility. What, what, What a life that is given over to God that she can see Beyond, beyond herself, and knowing that this child within Mary is the Son of God, she recognized that because the baby in her womb also leaped, as the angel had told her, uh, not given, uh, told her husband. So here we are. Her response. Okay. And uh, as soon as your greeting reached my ears, she said, The baby in my womb leaped for joy. And blessed is she who has believed that the Lord will fulfill his promises to her. Meaning, Mary, God, has, God is fulfilling his promise in you as he is fulfilling the promise in me. Hallelujah. And she rejoiced and she is excited. So this morning, I put it across to us all, dear friends, that we can be excited and that we can reach out in joy, knowing that God, what God has promised you personally, He shall fulfill. He shall fulfill. Week after week, you come and you listen to God's Word and you hear the Word spoken to you, I'm sure. And prayers have been prayed over you, I'm sure. God has promises given to you. Try to remember if you can write down those promises that God has given you, He shall fulfill. Amen? He shall fulfill. God promised me many things. Even people have prophesied over me. He said, I shall inherit lands and properties. That one, I not yet. I not yet see the fulfillment of it. (laughs) Maybe one day it will come. But praise God, we have our own home. Pastor and I have our own home and we have fully paid off our mortgage and so we are debt free isn't that the fulfilment of God's promise? Hmm? Amen? At our time and age, we are that free and we enjoy the blessings of God. Though our home is far, though it's just a, it's an hour away, but to us, it's a nice cruise, a nice drive. And I've shared this testimony to so many people, even to unbelievers whom I meet outside and telling them my testimony. And they were so amazed and they, and they rejoice, they're happy. They're happy They say, oh... Looking at us, you know, two elderly people uh, can drive for one hour and say that it is a short trip, that it's a pleasant trip and can enjoy the journey. He said, yeah why uh, people, people are people think one hour is so long? Uh? No, actually, it's very near, it's very near. They tell me it's very near, okay? Dear friends, so my home is very near your home. Do come and visit us and do enjoy the, the blessing that God has blessed us. Amen. Come, okay? <laughs> It's not in the word, but come, God has fulfilled His promise, and we welcome you to enjoy the blessing that God has blessed us with. So here we are, we rejoice together, we rejoice together, huh? So let us spend time rejoicing with one another when your friends come to you with a with better news than yours, better job than yours, better testimony than yours, better looking baby than yours. <laughs> A better bonus than yours. A better increment. Rejoice with them. Can we do that? Amen? Yeah, we rejoice with them and be happy. Praise God. Be steadfast. Be firm. And be determined. Because your, your promise, that God whatever God has promised you, will come to pass. It will come to pass. You just need to be steadfast. Be firm. Focus on God. Because God is faithful. Hallelujah. Amen. Second woman, we go very quickly. Uh, is Mary. Okay, let's look at that. Second wise woman, Mary. Okay, we know that Mary, she brought the gift. The gift is the Son of God, Jesus Christ himself. But not only that, uh, not only that, Mary had a spirit of submission. A spirit of submission. She submitted, like we sang just now, surrender. She submitted her life to the Lord. Though she doesn't understand when the angel came and told her, you are highly favoured, you are going to be blessed, the Holy Spirit shall come upon you. And this is all account in Luke chapter 2. Alright? And um, I won't go into it. I'm oh, sorry, Luke chapter 1, verse 26 to the 8. But you go home and read the scriptures and you will know that as she submitted herself, she was puzzled, she was afraid Even the angel said, do not be afraid Gabriel told her, don't be afraid And uh, he comforted her And out of all that She didn't ask the angel How Oh sorry, she didn't ask why She asked how is it going to happen She didn't say why, why me you know, She didn't whine and complain you know, she, didn't, she just submitted herself Very simply Submitted herself to the will of God to be chosen as one to bear the virgin birth of Christ. Hallelujah. At a young age of 14 or 15 years old. Okay. So how is it going to happen? She didn't ask why. And the angel explained to her, no word of the Lord will ever fail. If ever you remember the scripture this morning, let's remember Luke chapter 1, verse 37. For no word from God will ever fail. Mm? Amen. Another version in NIV says, for nothing is impossible with God. Nothing is impossible with God. So hang on. Hang on. Submit yourself to the will of God. Submit yourself to the workings of the Holy Spirit in your life. Submit yourself. What God is doing, surrender to Him. Because He knows what He is doing and He will bring to pass all that He has purposed for you and for your life, for your family, even for our church as we submit to the Lord. So hang on, okay? And uh, as the New Year is coming, there are greater plans that God has for you. Submit yourself. If ever you're coming to the New Year, you say, Lord, my resolution is I want to submit more of myself to you. I want to submit more of my heart to you. I want to submit more of my mind, my will, my emotions to you. And my talents to serve you. My finances to further your kingdom and your purposes. Hallelujah. Can I hear amen? Friends, I stir you this morning and I pray the Holy Spirit will stir your heart. This will not just be a service where you come and you're waiting for the service to end and going on for lunch. And tonight we're going to celebrate our Christmas, Christmas time together. Forget about that. Right now, right now, lock in with God and say, Lord, I submit to you. Lord, this is my submission. This is my heart's cry to you. My commitment to you, God, my gift to you this Christmas. I want to submit my life to you, afresh and anew, just like Mary did. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Job twenty-two twenty-one. 21. Submit to God and be at peace with Him. In this way, prosperity will come to you. Job is talking. We know what Job went through. We know how tragic he went through all in a day. My, I mean, humanly speaking, none of us don't want cannot imagine what Job went through. Never. We we cannot be in his shoes. We can never identify with how he felt, really. But this is what he said. Submit to God. Can we do it? Can we submit to God even terrible things happen to us? Disaster strikes us. Sickness come. Death. Can we submit? Hmm? Bankruptcy. I'm not speaking a negative gospel this morning, but these are realities of life. We do face difficult times and tough times. But can we submit to God, knowing that God is faithful, that what God has promised you, He will bring it to pass. Nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. So submit to Him. Job says, be at peace. That's when you can rest. You are at peace. That's when you can smile. You are at peace. That's when you can say, the joy of the Lord is my strength. Hallelujah. Despite going through all the difficult circumstances, count your blessings. Friends, amen? Count your blessings. Yesterday, we were driving with my grandson and he was looking out. Oh, your grandma is so dark. It's so dark. The sky is very dark and very suddenly changed. And I said, but in certain patches, you can see light. He said, I can see a little bit of blue that side. He said, I said, yes, son. Remember that behind every cloud, the sun is still shining. The sky is still blue. It's still there. Hello, you see the clouds. It's just a while, and when it passes, the blue sky will still be there. The sun will still be shining. Hallelujah! There is hope, friends. Amen. There is hope. Hallelujah. So submit to God. First Peter five six. Humble yourselves, therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that He may lift you up in due time. The essence, the process of time, the essence. Be faithful. In due time, you shall receive your reward. In due time, your prayer will be answered. In due time, you will see the blessing that shall come your way. And many of us, even now, I'm sure you're already experiencing your blessing. It's already come on you. And you are actually uh, blessing others with what God has blessed you with. Amen. So, submission. And the third person. Is Anna the third wise woman this morning? I close with this. Is Anna? Pastor, how much time do I have? Not wearing my watch. Okay. Uh, Luke chapter two verse thirty-six to thirty-eight. There was this prophet. Only three verses about Anna. Okay. Uh, Anna, daughter of Panuel of tribe of Asher. She was again very old. <laughs> this morning I seem to be talking about old people, near, But Mary was young. Okay. <laughs> so this woman. Anna, she was very old. And when the Bible says very old means really very old, she was actually 84. 84 years old. And she lived with her husband only for 7 years. And then she was a widow. So all this time, friends, without a husband, without an income, she was poor. Those days, they didn't have pension. Nobody would give her anything. She just lived in the temple. Just served in the temple. Day and night. Day and night, okay? She never left. She worshipped fasting, praying, coming up to them, to them meaning to Mary and Joseph because they brought the baby Jesus for dedication, for consecration that day, okay? And coming up to them, she recognised that this baby is different, that this baby is the Messiah that God has promised because she was a prophetess. She was a prophet. She could see what God is doing, alright? She has the spiritual understanding. And uh, she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who who were there looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. So friends, day and night, this is how she spent her existence, day and night, night and day in the temple, worshipping, praying, giving God thanks, living for God. Nowadays, we say, oh, come to church every Sunday. And yet, some of us find it difficult to come. Prayer meeting, ayo, attendance is even less. Bible study, once a week, ayo, I got no time. I'm working, working overtime. Now COVID over, still got no time. Friends, come on. We need to make time. You want God's blessing upon your life? You want the promises of God to be fulfilled? You want God to give you your breakthrough? You want God to bless your life and your children and children's children to a thousand generations? Hallelujah. You need to make time you need to make time for your spiritual growth for your own spirituality can i hear an amen if there's nothing you can do oh, i've never been to bible school oh i cannot preach like pastor oh i'm 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 not eloquent but you can pray you can seek God right where you are in your home. You can take up your Bible and you can have that devotion time with God, and you can let God speak to you, and you can speak to Him. You can pick up a phone, you can message someone, and you can encourage somebody. Can I hear? An amen. You can come to church. Thank God for your two feet. You can walk. We are old, but we can still walk. Can I hear? An amen. Our sister Shirley, I really tapped her. She came, broken pelvis. She came with her. Walker, dragging her feet to worship God in the house of God. Come on, hallelujah. Isn't that good? Isn't that great? Our sister Betty who has gone home with the Lord till the time when she was too ill, she still came in. She sat in God's presence. There's something about sitting in the presence of God, in the house of God. Friends, our spirituality is something that can be caught That can be a testimony That can encourage others To follow the Lord Can I? Amen? It's a gift God gives you this gift of spirituality Of course I say Heavenly minded Of earthly use We are not just heavenly minded of no earthly use I mean you're just lost in the clouds You don't know what's happening around us No, you are spiritually minded You love God and yet You are so practical in your ways of ministering and reaching out and loving people and loving the house of God and the people of God. Can I hand Amen? Come on, friends. I challenge you this morning. Anna's gift was spirituality. Let our gift also be a of spirituality, let us raise up our standard of spirituality, don't rest on your laurels and say, okay this is not for me, it's only for those in the full-time ministry here, you are full-time only you are not paid we are full-time, we are paid (laughs) you you are also full-time ministers, can I hear an amen, come on pat yourself on the back, rise up God wants to use you for his glory and great days are ahead of you. And God can use you to influence others. Your spirituality can influence others for God. Okay. Worshipping, praising, fasting, praying. So what can we present to God this Christmas and to one another? What gift can we give to one another? Hmm? More than just Chocolates and wine and whatever gifts the children want. We want to give them a legacy. We want to give our children a legacy, a spiritual walk with God. Looking at our lives, an example, the things that we do as parents, as grandparents, as uncles and aunties and brothers and sisters, our lives, an example to the young, to walk with God just as we walk with God. So how are we going to let our children follow God? Hmm? They must see us worshipping God. They must see us being committed to God. They must see us when we say we love God, followed with our actions. They must see that. Nowadays, young people are very, very smart. They see and they know things more than us. And they can teach us so many more things. But friends, we can lead them closer to God through our walk with God, through our spirituality. Can I hear amen? You walk with God and you love God and you just not give up. You are steadfast in your faith. You submit to the will of God and submit your life to Him. Friends, your life can be an example to your young ones and to your children. And this, I just want to end with this. Uh, Last week, we went to the kids' camp. Actually, I wanted to go with them for many times but I I couldn't go because uh, many times, I think, Pastor, I were busy and we had maybe mission trips and uh, out of the country couldn't go with them for the camp but my desire was to be with them in the kids camp uh, when my son was going through youth camp many, many, many moons ago he turned around and asked me in Pula Pangkaw, I remember this very clearly hey mom why are you here? why am I in the youth camp with them? Hello, son. I'm the one who planned for you, okay? I'm the one who paid for you all to come for youth camp. Why I cannot come? (laughs) But I was asked, why are you here? Because this is a youth territory. This is only for youth. Why are you here, old lady? In other words, you shouldn't be here. But I take skin. I don't care. I just go and enjoy the presence of God with the young people. I think Harish also was in the camp. Siupeng also was in the camp. Raymond was in the camp. So many of the young people, they were all part of the camp. John, Azaria, you know. and And... Last week, I went with the kids for the kids camp and my heart was just so overwhelmed. I was so blessed by the young ones, my children, just loving God and seeing how they love one another, how they just enjoy each other's presence and, and, and to them, you know, it's no colour or skin matter. They are just brothers and sisters, how they mingle with one another and love one another, help each other in the games and the best part is when they were filled with the Holy Spirit. Oh God, I just wept. I just wept. I could not contain myself. And I see your grandson receiving the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues. I'm so overwhelmed. I'm so thankful that I can be there to witness Komala, to see. And this young boy, just he's just touched. He's just weeping his heart out and speaking in tongues in a language, in an unknown language, in heavenly language of praise and worship to God. How awesome is that? That is the gift of spirituality that we can have, that we can influence one another for God, that we can pray for the young ones and for one another to receive the gift of the Holy Spirit. Amen. So my challenge this morning, rise up, church. Rise up that God can use you to do the impossible because nothing is impossible with God. Hallelujah. Amen. Shall we arise and ask the praise to come?